This episode of Probably Science is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use offer code PROBABLYSCIENCE. Probably Science. Welcome to Probably Science. I'm Andy Wood. With me is Matt Kirshen. Hey! And Jesse Case. Hey, guys. How are things, guys? Good. Dealing. 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 We, uh, we've got... Uh, <laughs> are we going to get right into it? <laughs> we don't have to get right into my stuff. Um, we can talk about it. Okay. I'm sitting on pillows. No one else is. <laughs> Everyone else can figure that out. Figure out why. Doesn't matter. It's been a rough week. Uh, <laughs> it's been a rough week for me. Um, oh, so, so when you sent me to buy... Toilet paper on the way to the recording. Oh no, that wasn't for me. It wasn't the main. The that funny wasn't the part main was the bug spray. The bug spray yeah. was important because I heard Jesse's end of the conversation, and I heard him say, "Also, dude, could you pick up some bug spray?" Pause, and then he goes, "It's for bugs." <laughs> I said, "Did that guy actually say what's it for?" Well, yeah. No, wait, I just I I had to double check because it was a slightly odd request. Right. It's like normally because Andy and Jesse both live here, so often if I'm. When I'm on my way to record, they might say, hey, could you pick up some Standard drinks or something or some things. snacks? Right. Uh, bug spray was just a, it was a novelty. It was a different item. Right. And, but and then, I was on the phone in the car. But then, legally, but then you called back, which the phrasing was great. I laughed. After I hung up, I laughed really hard. Where You said, you said okay, so I'm standing here in front of the bug spray and there's stuff that you can spray. I said, yeah, we want the stuff you spray on you. It's called off. And then you go... Ironically. Yeah, ironically, it's called off. And then you go, uh, okay, but, but then there's also this spray that targets the flying insect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way you said it. Promotional copy. Yeah. The side of the like, Jesus, fucking Terminator <laughs> over there. And God bless him, he got both of them. He got both. Brought one of each. No, no, I still didn't. There was a, there was a third type that you spray directly. Like if you see a mosquito or something, you, you, you spray straight at the thing and it kills it. Whereas that's the repellent. That's the sort of... But there's the one repellent there that you can spray on your skin, and there's the other one that looks like an air horn that you spray on the this surroundings. This is the one you sprayed on all the wooden chairs. Yeah. By the way. This yeah. is the wooden chair spray. Yeah. Now, that, that uh, voice being uh, the voice of, of Beth Donahue. I guess the we should... Dulcet tones. The dulcet tones. The dulcet... Can uh, anything be dulcet apart from tones? It's always tones, isn't it? That's a good call. Very good question. Thinking like, you know, dulcet fleece. Well, I've wondered that a lot about lukewarm. Is for I, I, if other things can be Luke, I don't know. Oh, who, I thought you were saying besides responses, or you were saying you like me? Luke in front of it. Okay. What? What did you call me? Nothing. What did you say my name was? Beth Donahue. Okay. What? What? <laughs> what are we talking about? Nothing. I'm sorry. Jesus. I still don't understand how this thing works. We're just talking. Right? Pod is the thing we moved to California in. That's the, all I know from Pod. It's podcast. It's like a radio show, but people can download it at their their leisure. I just looked up dulcet, by the way. Yeah? What soft? It's sweet and soothing, um, especially of sound, but it doesn't have to be. And it said in the definition, often used ironically, <laughs> which I think is interesting. Like, don't tell me how to use it. Wow. That, that is how it's used. It's always sort of sarcastically. Sure. You could have a dulcet bed. You could have a sweet and soothing bed. Yeah. Yeah, you could have a dulcet. You could have a dulcet. Dulcet wife? A dulcet duvet. And that's tricky because one of the T's is silent and one of them isn't. That's tricky. That's tricky. You could have a dulcet duvet. Yeah. Yeah, very weird. 
Very weird. It's a trap that many people have fallen into. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like, uh, so before we get into it, I... Um, I think we're accidentally turning into NPR here. We, we are. We are. Um, oh, wordplay. Before we get into it, because I'm very, very excited about our guest today, uh, we have a few people to thank. Um, and and we should, uh, we should do that, and then we'll, we'll get to some, some science talk. Uh, make that happen. Let's do that. You know, I'm not even sure I'm going to be able to find everybody quickly enough that we'll... Oh, it's okay, buddy. We've got... Um, <laughs> my Carl- so Carlos- many. No. Uh, Carlos Mariscal from, it's, uh, from Durham, North Carolina. Madiscal. Right. Uh, and Carlos... Was, it, was that the same Carlos who sent in the drinking game idea? It is. Yeah, we, same we, we Carlos. Were, we decided against telling you about it on the air right now, because I think it'll take too long, because it's very involved, but we'll post it online. Yeah, we can post it. We can post Carlos's yes. probably science drinking game. Carlos online. Madiscal from uh, Durham, North Carolina. Why are you um, going so hard to make that R into a D? Like some kind of like he sent a pronunciation thing that I put in the fucking email I sent to you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. Okay, I didn't read that. I didn't see that. Hey, what are you talking? About? It's uh, did you guys get the email I sent? Oh yeah. I mean, I probably did. Jesse, I got a lot of emails these days. Okay. No, I know I'm you're a busy guy. To, hey, I get one email a day. The Bridgetown Comedy Festival is occupying a lot of my time. <laughs> where you can see Probably Science live May 8th through the 11th in Portland, Oregon. BridgetownComedy.com for tickets. Uh, take a drink. Take there a is. drink. Take a drink. Well, Three one small of the sips. Things. Three uh, small sips. Yes. Carlos, uh, anyway, Carlos. Carlos Barriscal has, uh, has suggested a Probably Science uh, drinking game. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll post that uh, if you guys listening along. But he's donated. He's from. That'll uh, be posted over at ProbablyScience.com. The hey. Squarespace Power, probably science.com. Uh, also, big thanks um, the the website on which you can find the donate button. Uh, uh, people who found the donate button also includes uh, Jonathan Denholm, who's one of our Australian listeners. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, thank you, Jonathan. Uh, John, John Cohn. Cohn. John Cohn from Oregon. Hope he's from, coming out yeah, to Yeah, from Beaverton. Yeah, come on That's out. Is, it, is that close? Beaverton's a suburb. Of, it's where Nike's yeah, headquarters. It's very, very close. Oh, teeth oh. on this kid. Um... Huh? The teeth on this kid. On uh, Matt's teeth? Yes. Well, we were discussing this at brunch the other day. Matt has impeccable teeth. Good God. Just defying Thank every you. stereotype. You Sorry. know. No, uh, he's got he's got wonderful, wonderful teeth. Actually, I wasn't even going there. Oh, but I thought that's kind of okay, ironic okay. now that you mentioned it. Yo, you weren't gonna go British angle? I wasn't. I just there's these glaring pearly white teeth and I was I was trying to find a way into mentioning that. I did hear Dreamweaver kick in for a second. I just oh. heard the chorus. <laughs> My chops are way down. Things your chops fuzzy. are good. I got nothing. You got good chops. Everyone's chops are going to be sore tomorrow. Your, ch- <laughs> your chops are great. Your, <laughs> your chops are great. Um, uh, Morgan Perrine from... Uh, <laughs> now I'm doing everything with a... Morgan Perrine. <laughs> Morgan Perrine. <laughs> uh, he killed my father. <laughs> Morgan Perrine from Port Orchard, uh, from Port Orchard Washington. Uh, also, you should come to Bridgetown there, Morgan. Thanks, uh, Mo- man. Morgan's ridden in before and, uh, Absolutely. and donated before and, and, I th- and sent us stories and information, so thanks, Morgan. Uh, Christian Ochner. I think this might be one of my favorite donations, because Christian apparently works at a ke- in the chemical engineering department of his university... And he found money on the floor. That's what he donated to us. In the department, us. and decided Aww. the best use of it was to donate it to our show. That's, that's great. Very so if, yeah. Or donate it to science, as he put it. Yeah, which is... Which, for someone who works in actual science. <laughs> if anyone else has found any money on the floor, uh, you can donate it at... at uh, you go to probablyscience.com. You hit that donate button. That What's just helps the most us money you ever found? Things. Oh, um, I think I just topped out at just the 20, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think story. I have any Sorry. impressive finding money stories. I, there was a suitcase once that looked like it contained money, but it was handcuffed uh, to a dead man. No, and sure, I thought it was sure. best to leave him be. No, that's always that's always a tricky one. Um, I'm glad it, you quit. It could have been documents, though. There might not have been money in there at all. It probably was documents, documents, but either way, I'm glad you quit jogging. I um, <laughs> <laughs> always, always with so the jogging trails. Yeah. Um, no, I uh, I was driving on Vermont, and 
there was a crosswalk and I was stopped and I saw a $50 bill in the wind crossing the street. And I, I didn't have time to put it in park, hop out. I mean, there were so many people around. It would have been like a desperate, brutal, yeah. like I was taking my life into my hands. So you dive out of the car, your car just carries on driving down the street. Right, right. <laughs> causes causes hundreds $51 <laughs> worth of damage. Uh, but that was, but then I think, yeah, I found 10 bucks once, I think is the most. What How about I, you, Beth? I found $600 what? next to, remember the club across from uh, uh, Elliston Place called The End? Yeah. Really shitty club. The end isn't there anymore? Is this is I Na- don't fucking know. This I've is a Nashville location. This is Nashville. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Don't. We'll, we'll I, talk I about it. I could tell. It was the money from the shitty band that had played there the night. It was their money. But it was noon on Sunday. What the fuck am I supposed to do with it? Those guys are all church now. They're gone. They're yeah. gone. The club isn't even open that I can bring it back. It was right there in the gravel. Wait, big. you found 600 bucks in the gravel? Yes. I was downtown getting coffee with Larissa or something, and she's like, whoa. And it was money, and I thought it was a joke. Wait, wait, wait. So she camera. found it. How'd yeah, you wind up keeping rich. it? Yeah, good... She has money, and I don't. <laughs> wow. 600 bucks. That yes. was meant for that band. I know it was band money, because it all wadded up and had sperm on it and shit. <laughs> yeah. You know. What did you spend it on? It? Did you feel guilty when you spent it? No, I actually needed money for a shirt. For Remember that Dwayne guy that worked at the Cheesecake Factory I was all in love with? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to buy a shirt for Beth, something. Beth, for a while, I was, was super in love with this guy that, that was involved with Cheesecake Factory, but not like a waiter there. It doesn't matter. But, but the so, kind of guy that could be wooed by a $600 shirt. Well, <laughs> but I was a lot thinner then, so it wasn't, you know, it was more quality than quantity <laughs> at the time. Like one shirt, the $600, that, that's your one investment. This is going to get me out of the hole. Yeah. <laughs> it, it actually bought me two shirts. Well, Dwayne was quite shallow. I don't know, I don't know if you, you guys know that about Dwayne. Um, this well, shirt you wear for me, <laughs> is it $600 shirt? This is $600. So, yeah, Beth, Beth and I have known each other for probably nine years now. Really? Yeah, it's depressing, right? Oh, my God. I'm so fucking old. You are. I worked at I the mall. To, I meant to say that. I meant yeah. to tell you you looked nine old. Nine years is not that long of a time. No, it's not it that long. It is when you're 50. Trust <laughs> it's me. not that long of a time. How long Sunny. ago did you turn 50? I don't know. I don't know how old I am. You don't know how old you are after 40. Is that nobody here? Yeah. Yeah, you just no, quit. I'm to the point you don't I know. To think, I have to do math sometimes. Yeah. Someone, and I'm not just saying that. Like I forget. Like, yeah. I, um, it smells like Teen Spirit came out when I was <laughs> right, right. Forty eight. No, but, but uh, so I started stand up in Nashville, and Beth was when I was there. She was the she she was the king. I was king the only shit. person with any TV credit. Right. So therefore, by That's, default, I'm the one you started after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by default, and we uh, you took me under your wing uh, right away, which I thought was very weird that you had wings at the time, <laughs> and I'm glad you've gotten rid of those. $600 wings. $600, <laughs> yeah. Every time you get money, it just spends oh, yeah. it on frivolous top half yeah, your yeah, body yeah. stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, and then, we, and then we hung out, and you like knew Bill Hicks and shit, so I was all like, Wah! So I was all starstruck by you, and then- And uh, my Steve Harvey Hollywood story. Yeah, you have all your Hollywood stories. And then, uh, and then we started hanging out. Uh, and then I met Robert. And you then you met. I took you on your first date. You did with your husband. So yeah, good friends over here. Good friends, you guys. It's good work. And when now you say took her on the first date, like as a chauffeur or a chaperone. Yeah, or I was scared because I didn't really know this guy, and I said, "Just drive me to his." Because we were going to meet at his house and then go to dinner. I said, "Just take me over there and make sure he's not a serial killer well, or anything." Let me tell the. I know where I know where you're headed. Go no, ahead. go well, ahead. You, it's okay. So we're driving. I'm going to drop her off at this guy's house, right? This is the guy she later married. Uh, they're still still married. I'm going to drop her off at this guy's house. 
And he uh, and she goes, all right, let's get like a signal. If you think he's like a creepy guy or a serial killer, you know, like tug your ear or something. We'll get the fuck out of there. <laughs> so we go like an owl. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. In the living room. Yeah. So we go and I go in there. And his whole place is just covered with Kiss memorabilia, yeah. the band Kiss, but like toys, costumes. Very prepped. Yeah, so it, I'm... It was prepped, though. It was prepped, but was I'm... just messy laying around. No, it was prepped, but too prepped, weirdly prepped. And I was tugging in my ear, <laughs> and I didn't know she's like falling in love. Over, they're just yeah. looking at each other. Dr- dr- Dreamweaver's coming on in her head, and I'm... Jesse's doing the Macarena in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get a chicken dance. You're right. <laughs> Nothing's working. <laughs> Like literally carving the word murderer in the wall. <laughs> right. Murder. Well, I wasn't in love with him because of the kiss stuff. Sure. In spite of. Did he move with the kiss stuff when you guys moved out? You'd be surprised how much. You've seen his kiss room. You wouldn't believe. He gave. He He's gave. A kiss he room. sold almost half of it. Wow. That's and dedication. still had a room left. If he ever dies, seriously, I'm set for life because that shit is going. Yeah. On eBay. Is the kiss army? Is that a lucrative uh, demographic to hit up for your memorabilia um robert doesn't collect everything of kiss he's very selective but what he has it's, it's worth it's, something. it's impressive if you're a collector right. or if you like kiss if you're neither one of those things it's just kind it of makes mind. you tug your ear when <laughs> you drop you someone off exactly i'm not Good even place. a kiss fan and i've seen half of kiss just uh, out and about in right. los angeles the time I, I met gene simmons at a, at a benihana and got a picture with him and then paul stanley was sitting next to me at local peasant last week Ventura, yeah, just like this, not that great of a place, but like I mean, I just felt the presence of someone from Kiss coming there. Like I almost, yeah, you can feel it when someone from Kiss is around. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, everyone knows that. The Space Ace? No, okay, okay, it's yeah, everybody knows that. Wait, what's Paul Stanley? Oh, Star Child, right? What's his Star Child? I don't know. Oh boy, I'm gonna get in trouble for not knowing this one, but don't worry about it. Actually, um, I know it's not really good to do this on radio. What's that? I took that picture last night. That's uh, the, the, kiss the kiss action figures, figures, action figures. Yeah, laying on our bed. Uh, oh, those are those are life size. How big are those? Uh, they're about this tall. Like two, three foot tall kiss action. Well, why'd you lay them on the bed? Because What's going on? We still on? haven't. Robert hasn't found a place to put them yet. So you keep them so on the we bed. We just laid them there while he was moving a shelf or something, and I just took a picture and. But they're very. They're laying, but they're still stiff. Like they're not. I know. I told him to, they're, you know, bend them or something because yeah, they don't look comfortable. <laughs> Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Now, <laughs> yeah, I know. Should we go to my list now? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no uh, one thing we do always like to ask our um, like to ask our guests before we uh, get into our science stories is if you have any science background at all, uh, even if it's just like a class you took that you remember fondly. It, just any. Uh... Or basically, did you have to take any science class ever in high school? Was there even a class? You, I, you know, I, I, I took the, you know, the one you had to take to graduate. Sure. I didn't go to college, so I, I wasn't very good at it. I'm still baffled that water and ice weigh the same. They weigh the same? I think so. They don't. Or, well, ice is less dense than water, which is real. Like most things, when they solidify, become more dense. But right. the fact that ice floats is a pretty strange thing for something. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, what he said. No, absolutely, that. absolutely. Did you do any? What were you like in school, high school? Did we I was about in the parking lot smoking a lot of pot. Okay, that was it. I did some acid. That's kind of sciencey. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes. sure. Yeah, acid is a type of chemistry. Yeah. It is. Albert Hoffman. Uh, yeah, and I think everybody should do it, and I'm pissed that I'm too old to do it, and I only say that because 
I think you get to a point where you have too much information to do acid. I don't know who among us. You don't even know about ice and shit. What are you talking about? No, I I was off the drug wagon before ecstasy. I never even did ecstasy. But I would like to do one more acid trip, but I think it would be too dangerous because there's just too much shit in my head. I I think there's a certain point in life when you've got too many... Too, you much have too much information. Too much, or, yeah, just right. You don't really. It's or it'll help, help wipe all that information and you know make you put it in perspective. Or do what, honey? Or it'll help you put all that information in perspective. No. Have you done acid? <laughs> no. We, we haven't actually. Done, so this is a funny thing. Like I know it's weird. We haven't talked about drug stuff. Members of my family listen to this, and I don't. Me know, too. But then again, we're also 110 episodes into it, so I like I don't know. I know at some they're point not my parents have anymore. exactly. They're not. Like, they're on about week. seven. I'm sure my brothers might still. I don't know if my aunts might. Uh, so I just, you know, we never actually had to be honest on this about the things. That well, I've done a lot of drugs okay. and psychedelics. You, you, you uh, yeah, Jesse. me, Jesse, you I'll take. You haven't done acid. Uh, I did LSA. What the fuck is that? It's like acid's cousin lasts about four. No, I'm serious. It lasts about four hours. It's very, very strong. I went to the hospital. You know what? That's pussy. That is being a fucking pussy. Don't fuck yourself. If you do fucking acid, you got to ride out the whole fucking 24 hours. (laughs) Fuck four hour acid. (laughs) Fuck that. That is fucking bullshit. Your parents aren't listening anymore, by the way. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Fucking four hour acid. What the fuck is that? It's very, very strong. It's very potent. Oh, it's called LSA. Oh, bullshit. I've seen ads for it. You don't end up with that two o'clock feeling from what I've been saying. <laughs> yeah, 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 you don't. You don't. It doesn't have sugar in it. So no, you, you, get still, that crush. you still have time to go get fourth meal right. <laughs> after your LSA trip. Um, so I, took, is- I, I smoked salvia when it was legal, so I, that's not something I have to be embarrassed salvia. about. Salvia is like a new... Um, oh, is this like bath salts? Yeah, it's exactly. I, I ate a gentleman's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be the best I way. I a kindly street <laughs> gentleman. I ate his face. I was wondering why you ate that gentleman's face that time. <laughs> yeah. you, did, you did seem to have some leftover gentleman face yeah, in, in the, the fridge. fridge. I and had, I wondered. Yeah, a take a drink. Foam, and a doggy bag. When of, you hear uh, gentleman, I ate that gentleman's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three sips. Absolutely. Yeah, I think Stu got into his nose late night. Didn't realize what he was eating. But <laughs> didn't like, realize. No, I, uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, we're just trying uh, to get this one listener drunk. No, yeah, salvia. I think it's illegal now, but it's um, it's like a really, really short trip. It's something you smoke. It's a, it's a, it's a plant, and um, yeah, you go crazy for like five minutes, and then you're totally normal. It sounds great. <laughs> I, was I can do that just pit. opening up my fucking checking account on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't smoke anything. Nice. Yeah, so kids don't... We also, I, I'm also conscious of our younger listeners, which is part of the drinking game also, so I'm always like, don't, uh, don't do as we say, not as we do. Uh, it's not... Uh, stay away from drugs, kids. Just keep yeah, studying. Yeah, rehab three face. times is a blast. <laughs> you did rehab three times? Yep. Wow. I got kicked out the third time, though. How? Because my counselor was an asshole. <laughs> She's like, let's go back to being a baby. I'm what? like, fuck you, man. <laughs> what is rehab? Rehab. Oh, oh, sorry. Rehab. Rehabilitation. Yeah. Rehab. Drugs. Okay. Yeah. Drugs. <laughs> Most people are not good at doing drugs. <clears throat> I was not good at all. Really? Didn't stop me from trying. <laughs> no, sure. I think that's what that was a lot of my issues is I sucked at them as well and then just tried a lot. And then you got to spend the rest of your life in fucking meetings. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you still go to meetings of some sort or not? You know what? My husband and I were just talking about that. We've been here like three weeks, and I'm like... Everyone in Hollywood does meetings. I'm like, we are never going to stay sober if we don't start going to meetings. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Well, the I difference mean, is in L.A., you take meetings. Right. Take right. them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it. You do like I a lunch got thing. it. <laughs> but the I, shitty thing I've heard, and I've never done any 12-step stuff, but I've heard that there are comedians, like big-name comedians... You're more of a two-step guy. Yeah, I've seen hey, you dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lindy Hop. Uh, <laughs> 
but uh, I've heard that there's like a few big name comics that friends of mine have gone to AA meetings with. And there's... see, there is that anonymous part. I don't know, Andy, if you. I'm not going to say it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. He's but then again, right. they start off the meetings with, "Hey, my name is Steve" or whatever. So right. Like, right. You? This is the least anonymous. It's someone else's joke, but uh, sure. Um, but yeah, people just like doing running bits, like people using the AA meetings as a chance to like try out material. It sounds like a look. You got to get I, up I everywhere you can in this town. <laughs> two days ago, I've talked about this the weekend. Two days ago, I did a gig in a rehab. Uh, I've have done two of them now uh, in different places to an audience of rehab people, and it was they were both fundraisers for the centers. They're addicts. And they had Matt. A, They're not rehab people. rehab people. Uh, and uh, and they were no, great. It's, no, you can't call them addicts anymore. It's like a midget little people thing. They're well, called he rehab could be people. Talking about physical rehabilitation, drug rehab people, drug yes. rehab people, yes. uh, drug rehab people. And there's there's a comedy there's comedy shows. I've done a couple of them. Both times there's been really like good lineups of comics. Yeah, it was fucking great. Like one of the best gigs I've They're done. They're great LA. audiences. You do Wonderful. AA shows. Oh my god, like, there were about two hundred people there who couldn't have been more up for a show. Yep. That's, yeah, because yeah, laughing's the only way they can fucking get off anymore. <laughs> laughing and oh, cigarettes yes. and coffee. Like, That's you, right. You drive up to the venue and there's sort of 50 people huddled around that huddle out around Marlboro Lights outside. Yep. And, and That's as all you we said, got. Like, uh, so you're you're saying you're you're not addicted anymore? Just something, it seems like that's sort of an addiction. What's that? I thought you were saying. Like, wasn't that one of the things you said to them? <laughs> I was like, well, I thought the idea was like you're getting rid of addictions, but then all of you. Oh, you, you, know, you got to have something. Well, no, you don't get rid of addictions. Andy. You transfer them. Okay. okay. That's yes. why, like, a lot of people get addicted to the meetings. Like, if you hear someone like, I gotta hit a meeting. It's like it's because that yeah. they have an addiction to that now. They give up meetings for a while, and then they have one meeting, one low moment, and. Next Pretty thing you know, they're going to meetings every week. And that's why sober people are usually fat. It's what? Replace it with something. You're eating yeah. instead of drinking. Or yeah, just well, a lot of people do your bag like working a... out instead of... Oh, well, fuck that. That doesn't work. What? What, what are you talking about? You don't about? go from fucking drugs to working out. Sure you do. Not in one Some jump. Some people do. I mean, you can't, you, you can't, you can't swap meth for jazzercise? I always heard you could. Uh. Well, I'm, maybe I'm just uh, not there yet. No, I would I would rather be around a drug addicts than most of the people at my CrossFit gym. Like that's definitely a <laughs> more annoying. <laughs> like I'd rather have someone who's way into heroin than somebody who's way into box jumps and uh, medicine ball <laughs> throws and shit. I only just realized they they compete in cross like it's CrossFit. Cr- they have competitions it's, 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 in it. Like I'm a professional exerciser. It's right. So oh, wow, God, the ego it's really is, annoying. Like yeah, if you want to if you want to like get I got the gold medal and keep fit. <laughs> Yeah, in the words of Kenny Powers, I play real sports. I'm not trying to be the best at exercising. <laughs> she said to the guy, I was like, I did a triathlon. I was like, yeah. Aww. <laughs> yeah, CrossFit people. I, I, I ended up Googling a bunch of people at my gym because I'm like, what's this guy's deal? And of course, they're all actors. Like everybody that I'm like, this guy's kind of a piece of shit. I'm like, oh, of course, he's an actor. He's right. An actor. Like, these are the all guy like- that you were throwing a truck tire at earlier in the day or whatever yeah, you guys do. It's uh, I love it, but I hate it. I mean, I don't love it. It's a good workout. But like everybody who gets into it, I'm like, this is just, oh, it's just a workout. Just go home and do your real thing after this. But see, comedians got to work out now. It was much better when I was doing it. No, no. I thought about I'm just, what do you mean? We were just all fucking loaded and fat and. <laughs> You know, and like three people made it. Now everybody's got to be fit, and you know, this is not a Ron White, and I just and know I'll be way, I'll be depressed if I'm not. You're right, active in some way. You're absolutely so just, right, and that's why you know I work at a grocery store after doing comedy for 28 years because I I never worked out. 
<laughs> what are you talking I don't about? Know. I don't know how what I are you talking that about? together. So you're, because you're, he's absolutely right. If you don't stay fit in this business. No, 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 no. It's not because of what I, what it's going to get. Like, we've talked about this in the show also. Carrot topping as a phenomenon is like death, well, it's death to funny, right? I mean, well. Who gets really fit and then gets funnier? No, no, no. I'm just talking about, you know, what comedy can do to your mind if you don't take care of yourself. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, just real basic. But, you know, I'm just saying, you know, we didn't used to care about that because we just knew we were all going to make it because there weren't that many of us. Right. There were like 10 of you guys. There was like 10 right. of us. Seriously. Yeah. And there then, were 10. You, you and know, a girl. The Red Sea parted and the fucking cast of Ben-Hur came out and <laughs> ate up all the time. And Which wave and are I you work talking in a grocery about? store. Which comedy wave do you think was the one that was really flooding the market? Honestly, I, and I know I'm just such a fucking grandma for saying this but i think it was the best when when you know in the late 80s early 90s yeah we just we all loved each other we all were happy for each other we all had fun you know and i i I don't know i'm probably just romanticizing it but it just we just had we just it was just fun you know Mm. i wonder how much of it was like before the internet, it didn't seem so accessible, so it wasn't the kind of thing that everyone's going to try. Absolutely, it so impossible. Absolutely, so you then, know, the internet, the most wonderful and horrible thing in the right. world. Yeah, you're right. I I can't even imagine trying to do what you guys are doing every, right now. Every person in the world is doing stand up right now. I know every yeah. person in the world. I know. I, I did a show. Remember Butch Patrick and Friends? Shecky no. ran into Butch Patrick the other day. He totally remembered me. He said she wiped my ass with the with the room that night. Butch Patrick was Eddie Munster. Oh yeah, okay. Butch Patrick. Yes, right. So I was gonna that. say, where do I know that? I don't know that. So right. he went through a thing where he did stand up comedy, as did Mark Price. Every secondary right. sitcom character. And you, uh, but Screech. you could Screech did a yes. stand up tour. Yeah, yep. but you could do it back then because it was like Butch Patrick. Okay, people would pay money to come and just see what he the looked like. Of what did Eddie Munster grow <laughs> right. up? Right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he oh he grew up into a horrible comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, but you know he still. People still come and pay for his autograph, so good for him. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And he's sober now. Hmm. So every child actor had to go through... Yeah, yeah. No, it is... The the market is certainly uh, very flooded. Can't even imagine. And it's weird. It's very weird. How are you... So we, we got to do some science stories, but how, yes, are, you, how yes. are you finding L.A.? Not very science-y. <laughs> Sorry, you said we got to do some science stories. How are you finding L.A.? No, I was. There was a comma. There was an implied comma. But before that, he was saying, "Oh, you just moved here. Are you enjoying?" Yeah. What are you thinking? Um, You've been here like three weeks, Beth. I, it's you, uh, you. Why don't you guys do science stuff for a while and come <laughs> back to me? Because I just feel like this is a radio show. Oh, really? It is essentially. Yeah, I that's mean, that's what a podcast. Just, is. This is. It can be whatever we want it to be. Some weeks it's really sciencey. Some weeks it's less. And. Uh, I mean, I guess we don't know what people like. Maybe everyone's tuning out in droves, but, uh, you know, we have the freedom to do what we want with this. It's a different... I don't think anyone's tuning out. You know who medium. did tune out was... Um... <laughs> so Mauricio? Drink. Drink. <laughs> no, you know who did tune out was the um, that uh, the people that, that followed that uh, Japanese scientist for that acid bath stem cell research. Oh, oh yeah, the acid so we, bath stem cell didn't We out. run this story uh, about a month ago or so. There was a, a big story that came out about a new way to produce stem cells uh, that was ridiculously simple. And it was suspiciously simple. simple. It was sort of like the cold fusion of biology. You know, it's like this probably isn't a legitimate thing, but everyone's excited at the possibility of it where you could make stem cells pretty easily by... uh, By shocking them with acid. Shocking other body cells with acid. Right. 
So we're uh, back to acid now? We yeah. are. <laughs> we are, and we should have segued then, but we didn't. We kept oh, going. God. It was right there in front of us. It was right us. there in front of us. Um, yeah, so we, we, we ran this story. I mean, this is a big, big thing in... Um, this is almost a child star story. Uh, in her short scientific career, the trajectory of Haruko Obakata was meteoric. Before the 30-year-old was 20, she was accepted into the science department at Tokyo's Waseda University, where the admittance board placed great importance on a candidate's aspirations. Then she studied at Harvard. Um, it was there that she would come up with an idea that would define her. It was good and bad. The research was called STAP, Stimulus Triggered Acquisition of Pluripotency, which unveiled a new way to grow tissue. Um, last January, three years after she earned her PhD, she published what appeared to be her groundbreaking research in the scientific journal Nature. It purported to establish a new way to grow tissue and treat complicated illnesses like diabetes and Parkinson's disease with an uncomplicated lab procedure. Uh, many call it the third most significant breakthrough in stem cell research, which is a very dubious <laughs> it's distinction. Weird, weird. Yeah. Thing. And you this really article believe all should that. mention the first and second if they're going to call it the third. But uh, I'd, I'd guess the first was the discovery of stem cells. Mate, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, right. Yeah. Right. The second one was naming them stem cells. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she said, there were many days when I wanted to give up on research and cried all night long, but I encouraged myself to hold on just for one more day, in the words of Wilson Phillips. Uh, the headlines were thunderous. Stem cell major discovery claim, BBC bellowed. Stap cell pioneer nearly gave up on her research, reported the Asahi Shimbun. We all know the Asahi Shimbun. Um, well, there, there turns out something turns happened out, on yes. Tuesday. Yep. No, not so. Everything's not so rosy. Yeah, anymore. the uh, Obakata's Research Institute, um, Riken, which is almost entirely funded by the government, um, like anything named Riken should be. Yeah. <laughs> Riken. It just sounds like a, a RoboCop company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they announced that the 30-year-old had uh, purposely fabricated the data to produce the findings. Damn. Institute director Ryoji Niori said he'll rigorously punish relevant people after procedures in a disciplinary committee. Oh, Yikes. God, and this is a Japanese company no. as well, so they really will rigorously punish No, you them. have yeah. to cut off your own finger or something. Mm. I, it's going to be brutal. Um the investigation's head said the paper amounts to phony research or fabrication. He added the manipulation was used to improve the appearance of the results. Um, and, you know, she's denying this of and uh, have to. so on and so forth. But it looks, yeah, it looks like this is, um, it, it looks like this, this very, uh, it's very not credible research paper she published. Moment of silence. It's, it's a weird thing. Like, if she really did... Like, at the moment, obviously, she's just suspected of, like, she hasn't been found guilty or proven to have cheated the results or anything. But if she has, it's a really weird thing to cheat because It'll be you're going to get found no out. Cause the whole exactly, point, exactly. The whole point of how science works is you publish your, your methods and all your data as well as your results, and then people try and replicate it. And very quickly, people couldn't replicate her findings. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, she's, you know, she can spend a while going, uh, they're not doing it right, but eventually you're just going to get found out, and then yeah. you're going to have like, everything if I, gonna, if I was going to fake something, not that I, you know. It's like faking a recipe. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and exactly. putting it in a cookbook. And people are like, but this is peanut butter. This is not a pie every time I've made. But it, uh, yeah, it this make makes the best make... roast chicken you've ever seen, like, out of right. just flour. Just flour and acid. Right. I could see doing this if she thought that this could... This could work, but the ver the test that I ran, I fucked something up in the early part of it. 
So I just, I'm going to falsify the findings in the hopes that when I get to do it again correctly, it actually is going to be right. It wouldn't make it okay. I'm just trying to think of some way if she thought that yeah, she like could if maybe... Yeah, like, if she was fairly sure of her method, but... Right, it, but she just messed it up mm. or something, but, like, how could you... She's like, yeah, it will work at some point. You'll be famous for a month. This kind of turns me off of Japanese schoolgirls. Oh, Jesse. No, that's always been my thing. I know. I'm, I'm saying, oh, Jesse, like, I feel sorry for you. Like, I don't know how you're going to deal with things now. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I remember fa- you were always into, the, into them because if you, they're rigorous approach they're to rigorous, research. Yeah, they're rigorous research. That's it's actually a, never been one of my things. Rigorous research? No, no. Um, Japanese schoolgirls. Racial fetishism, I think, is very weird. Oh, yeah, I, I totally do, too. Yeah, I, I don't have any... Uh, I, I understand fetishes. I understand kinks. But just a whole thing. A whole... Yeah, it's, it's a strange... Like, it, your race. I, I can't imagine being <laughs> your whole race. <laughs> it's like if, if you are, if you are. I mean, just to take an example, like an Asian girl, and you're dating a white guy, and you find out that he's only dated Asian girls before you. Like, does that change? He might be madly in love with you, and everything's great, but does it make you take a second and go like, oh, this feels a little weird, you know? Sure. Or is it just okay? I don't know. This isn't very sciencey, but well, I think it is. I think it's a valid. I'm sure studies have been right. done on it. Beth, have you Beth, ever been you... on the receiving end of any uh, fetishization? You had quite a bit of suitors, <laughs> I imagine. Uh... Ask me a different way. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Have you ever second-guessed someone's motives for dating you? Uh, one more time. Another way. <laughs> All right. Um... I, I got a little carried away on a thing here. What no, was going no. on there? I, you lost me with the Chinese chick and the Someone fake basically paper. faked... Uh, a great, Japanese, a great so finding. Lost. She was she she found out that you could make stem cells really easily by just exposing them to acid of some sort. Right. It was all fake. She faked it all, and she just got found out. Right. She basically has to admit she hasn't admitted it, but like it's the research doesn't hold up. She was lying. So somebody's jacking off over that glory. No, well, I mean, it was a you, it was a breakthrough. When you tapped out, you really tapped out yeah, there. We weren't she listening for fetish. a while. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. because then we started talking about Japanese. We, st- we started talking <laughs> about the tape. <laughs> we started talking about dudes that exclusively want to fuck Asian women. Why are you whispering? It's in the microphone. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. No, I know the you've seen it. Okay. Say that I know you've seen it, but I'm saying, no, so it was hiding it from the listeners, so yeah, the listeners okay. couldn't hear it. It's a code. Um, no, but what he... Also, what, like, you looked left and right before you said yeah. it as well. <laughs> right, right. Well, um, I want to make sure there were no ninjas in the yard. I, I So, what... <laughs> So, stop. What so what? I'm <laughs> sorry, I fucked the whole thing no. up. You didn't fuck anything up. Yeah, I did. So what Andy was saying was, if he was hypothesizing, um, surely not from personal experience. No, I have never, I've never, I've never been an Asian Asian woman before. Uh, but if not. if you were an Asian woman, stop texting immediately I while I'm bringing Asian up the fucking women thing. Are 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 perceived to be more submissive, right? But this isn't the issue we're talking They're about. They're kind of quiet and not obnoxious. <laughs> Sure. What we're no, saying? I mean, sure. <laughs> no, I don't mean sure. Sorry. I mean like. No. The question was just if you realize, culturally if you realize someone's dating you just because you fit a type, would that make you be like, oh, no, I feel weird about this? Actually, okay. Now I'm with you. Okay, that's the question I asked. <laughs> okay, I got we you. Might now. Edit out everything and I actually, I actually have a relatable answer. Is uh, I don't know. Twenty years ago, I was like twice as humongous as I am now. I mean, I was just massive, like three hundred pounds. And and people You're would always 150 go, right now. People would always go, why don't you go on a fat chick dating website? And I was like, because I don't want to date somebody that yeah. wants to date a fat chick. <laughs> it's creepy. Right. Yeah, so that's what you're saying, right? Yes, yes. I'm, I'm not saying someone couldn't fall in love with a large person. 
for whatever reason that's independent of that. But if you found out they only have dated that same thing before you, you'd be like, okay, this I'm not a person. I'm just a thing. Like I'm just the, the thing you have to check off. How many that. of your previous partners had kiss memorabilia collections? <laughs> right. Is that your thing or? Because I've dated several women. I couldn't get past one date with somebody that I couldn't see through something like that. No, I know, I know. Well, I've gone, I've gone on several. Uh, People who just want to date comics. No, no, I'm saying I've dated, I've dated women. Found out that before me, they've, they've also only dated men with, with huge penises, and I, uh, I've always found it to be very. Okay, all right, fuck off, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, you know? take a drink. Take a drink. Take a drink. Take but there is the phenomenon of women that date comedians, and that's a thing. That's that's that's, that's, that's absolutely a well, thing. Well, chicks like Comedy funny groupies. guys. If you if you're a funny guy, you know nobody makes me laugh harder than my husband, hands down. There's nobody funnier, and so it doesn't matter what you look like if you're funny. It doesn't matter. That's why Carrot Top gets tons of ass. He does. He gets a ton of ass. That was the, the strangest. No, just the way you said it. Is, that's why Carrot Top gets tons <laughs> yeah, of ass. Yeah, it really doesn't that's matter why, what you look like. You know, known ladies man Carrot Top does so well, as we all know. <laughs> when you think of Carrot Top, you think of... I thought everybody knew that. The Carrot Top just, gets tons I mean, of ass? If he does, I assume it's because he has a multi-million dollar Oh, no, this show. was long... This was years ago. Oh, oh, okay. Pre, pre-surgery, when, when he was just like, whoa. He was cleaning up on the road. Oh my God! Carrot Top got more ass than anybody. Wow! Anybody? Carrot Top and got imagine some. Imagine the uh, imagine the props that they get to enjoy in bed with him. Like, <laughs> thank absolutely. you. The marital aids, if you will. Are you gonna need protection? No, not that kind. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Put the shield glued to a tank away. Yeah, he's got a toilet seat on his head the whole time. <laughs> wow! So, wasn't that a thing he did? I think oh, so. Oh yeah. 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 And it was weird because, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk. But I mean, you know, everybody, we always used to make fun of Carrot Top because you know if you had props and all that shit. But then you would meet him, and he was the nicest person alive. I don't know if he still is. This no, is twenty years thing. ago. Everyone says that about him. And so it's just when you make fun of somebody, and then you meet them, and they're nice, it kind of fucks that up. Right. So right. you need someone new to make fun of. And by the way, we'd love to have him on anytime if he wants to come on. Yeah, Carrot Top, if you're listening, please come on the show. The thing, and like, doing what he did, like. Now he's famous and has a residency in Vegas. I get how it works, but going on the road with that must have been hellish. Like uh, going on the road with all that shit. Like it's oh like having yeah. a band's worth of equipment, but just right. you. And right. that's why you you, you kind of had to. You, you know, have to become famous. There's, you can't keep doing that. I, I don't just being like a road warrior for fifteen years, but with a trunk. He with, did it for like, a long time. A trucks worth of equipment. Right. He did it for a long time. But, you know, I mean, why does somebody get famous? Who fucking knows? It's, well, according to you, it's because they work out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what, I think that's what happened. That's well, there's just up. not a lot of really hungover, drugged out, famous comics nowadays. I know a few that have managed to parlay that into a career. But anymore, it's like if a club owner is between if you're a little funnier than the next guy, but you got all kinds of problems and need coke and hookers and pussy, it's like they'll take the guy who's a little less funny What are the no hookers problem. for then? What? You need coke, hookers, and pussy. What are you doing with the hookers? You just need some... St- <laughs> you just need some, some stimulating conversation with a hooker. I'd, love to, I'd like to do this cocaine and chat with a prostitute, if I may. Sometimes you want reassurance, and... 
just want to be held. It's easier to go to a professional. Yeah, no, absolutely. To be told that, you know, you're just doing okay. Yeah. Well, if you were a comedian who was hoping to get more work by getting fitter, I mean, you, there's a lot of options you have, but it's quite possible that you could use a new fat dissolving cream that could be a result of a new discovery. And this is not just a, a, an ad I saw on the side of some website with a tip. This isn't something your doctor want you doesn't know. want you to know? No, it's not. <laughs> it's your, actual, doctor, your doctor's okay with you knowing about <laughs> this? The doctor's very okay with us knowing about this. this a bit of mo- before on the show, but... Uh, I'm still I'm best. obsessed with those adverts. I love yeah. them. That the idea I think my favorite one still is the um the fast way to learn languages that language professors want Don't to want keep. you. <laughs> 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 That's like the idea that a prof- like a they professor of French literature wants the last thing a professor a professor of French literature would want is for someone to be fluent in French. Because yeah. <laughs> he's the wrong way to learn. Painstakingly to... teach you like grade four level of language. <laughs> so they don't want. I I like it even when the stuff is is a positive spin. Like a, uh, you know, nine, nine out of ten dentists uh, love this toothpaste. And then I want to know like the yeah, one ten guy, yeah. like just the weird. No, use tuna salad to brush the teeth. Yeah, <laughs> you have to use the tuna salad on the tooth. I use mud. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I just wipe your lips on a brick after a good meal. I find that helps. Uh, after a while, man, your teeth just start cleaning themselves. <laughs> hey, man, they produce oils. Yeah, it's a great montage of the. We'll call it the ten percent. Just a montage of the the other doctors. <laughs> I love a it. Blooper reel, yeah, a blooper reel of the uh, one out of ten doctors. Amazing. Well, I know you guys got a lot of inside history here going on, and oh, no, 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 no it's just totally cool. I'm digging, I'm digging listening to you. I what just, are you? There's stuff you're saying that you know, callbacks and stuff that I'm not. We're not callbacking that hard. Like you, I, you've seen those ads, Quest recommended by you know. Oh yeah, four yeah, to yeah. No, I'm just kind of tripping on uh, you know, you laughing at each other. Well, we amuse each other. I love that. I think it's great. Well, you know the ads that are always the... I uh, do know the ads. The, the boob cream. The boob cream, but it's your doctor doesn't want you to know about that boob cream. It I know. Always said, it always makes you feel like a rebel for buying it. Like, like that's the, that's like the ad tech... Like a smoke break. They're all sitting around like confounded, but like, God damn, they found this fat <laughs> pill. What are we going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got to go back to the Nobody will buy it. <laughs> what, they find other work now? Uh, maybe I'll just try and treat leukemia instead. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to go back to dad's auto body store because they... Uh, <laughs> Found out about this fat cream in Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, there's no. If only they just use vinegar for their food, I would have been fine. I there's know. The, new, and they found the other uses for it. There's a new tr- trend on uh, tons of YouTube videos where they have like an ad that uh, has the hand drawn whiteboard thing. It's really fast. It matches yes! what they're saying. Yes. Crazy. And it's all for a probiotic. And they're saying there's a new parasite infecting America. Do you have excess belly fat? And are you tired and have a rash? And like, it was, that's me. That's me too. I got all those things. <laughs> And it's just an ad for a company that makes probiotics. Oh, like, God. It's, it's the dumbest. Do you occasionally shit. feel like a nap in the middle of the yeah. day? Then yeah. you probably have Are you sometimes hungry well, or thirsty? I, uh, you know, I know the cigarette companies don't want you to know about this thing. You got what? an e-cigarette. I'm, I'm thinking they're behind all the... Uh, oh, the e-cigarette? All no. the horror... You know, the horrors of vaporing. No, rumors. they're behind the vapor cigarettes. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. The cigarette so, companies have started to invest. So. Once absolutely. they saw the way. Well, they need to because cigarettes are gone if you they're done. do this thing. Except in Asia and Africa, where they can still right, except they don't for the, have those restrictions. They can still, like, yeah, except for the two most populous countries. Little babies how, smoking this cigarettes. Is how, yeah, this is how evil the cigarette companies are. Ugh. Like, once it's been more than proven that right. fucking kills you and people in, in the Western. Most of the Western world countries are like, well, you can't, you you cannot now say 
this stuff is good for you. If you advertise it, you have to have these restrictions. You can't do it then. And rather than go, oh, God, we're, we're, we're selling a product that kills. I mean, I think people should have the right to buy it. but So we'll still offer that service. But we should be considerate of it. They still go, oh, where doesn't have those restrictions? What loop right. can we jump through? Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, go the brown deeper. people. We'll go to the brown people. Sure. They still, we can still push it straight to the school kids in those countries. Right. Jesus. Yeah. It's no, it, it's the thing of, um, you know, uh, Utah, they tried to ban alcohol. It's a largely Mormon state. Right. So the state legislature passed this thing. They're like, okay, we can't straight up ban alcohol because constitutionally it's prohibition. So we have to allow alcohol sales. So they, they said, okay, nothing above like 3%. No beers. Like beers have to be like 3% or below alcohol per volume. Thinking that'll be... There's no loophole to that. Just the, the, then just no one can have beer, but mm-hmm. it's without making it illegal. Completely underestimating how selfish the fucking beer companies are, you know, being like, oh, we're just going to make special beer for Utah now. So oh. Utah, if you, if you go to Utah and buy a Heineken, it's a 2.8% Heineken or really? whatever. It just doesn't taste as nice. Well, it's just you just have to pee more, I think. You just have yeah. to buy two of them. But they just... Yeah, it's such they're a- all, these, yeah, these are major corporations that, yeah. that deal drugs to us. They're gonna find a way to like get it to us, you yeah, know. That they are corporate America. Well, did you I say don't corporate know. America? Oh shit, Beth. Let's talk about it, baby. <laughs> Sorry, man. Hey, no, hey, man. Let's do it. Have you ever looked at a dollar bill? I'm really <laughs> close. That's my go-to. That's embarrassing. It's all I have is no. That's my favorite. The dollar yeah. bill. <laughs> so you guys have probably done this to death. I just had a little flash of science. Okay. Yeah. Where's By the way, we're still 10 minutes into a segue into it, but go ahead. Yes. Oh, I'm <laughs> no, no, sorry. No, 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 no. I, This thing is funny. No, sorry. So bad no, at no, 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 at this point, there's no possible way anybody's alive. So why is everyone like, we gotta find like, the, why the bodies? Like, who, a, a, they, everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Well, I think they suspected terrorism. They want to find out what happened. I think that's the. Uh, does it even matter at this point? I don't know. Like, well, I don't know if you watch the news, but there's a hotel full of people that really want to fucking know. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> to be honest, and the people that are paying for that shit. Re- you know, did you see the day when it's they not, said, it's "Look, not the five families. grand. It's just we'll give a- you five grand, and you can leave." Just, just leave. We'll give you five grand. They're, they're putting up all these people till they find them. So right. the people that own the hotel, it's not the families. Say, it's just a Motel Six in Dayton. <laughs> just they, those people want to know. No, they're 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 really. No, I know. Not happy. If it is terrorism, it's the worst terrorism I've ever heard. Not not the worst in terms of most tragic, but the most poorly run terrorism because the whole idea is no one's claimed it. Yeah, you're supposed to claim it to instill terror of your group. But but. Look at 9-11, which, if you can take away, separate the tragedy. Corporate America, man. Was the most brilliant, you know. Brilliant. It was brilliant. It was brilliant, undeniably. The only thing that would be more brilliant is to make a plane disappear and never say who it was. Why? Because that would drive Americans crazy, and that's what <laughs> no. they want. But it, what are you talking it would drive about? Them it arbitrarily crazy with no one to get mad at. David Blaine just... does that shit, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. You know, uh, I don't know. I think Has anyone th- check to see if that plane is on a pillar in the middle of Times Square? Someone should <laughs> someone should check. Someone needs to get David Copperfield on this. Are we being too cavalier about a horrible tragedy by No, I think look, obviously it is a horrible tragedy. I think that people, you know, it is weird 
at this point, I think it's just confounding to people. Like, how does that? It's confounding. How to does me. that happen? How do yeah. you not say and this, this, every few uh, forty-five minutes you got to fucking check in on why the radar? Isn't, why isn't well, it just a GPS? Yeah. Well, how do we not know exactly? That has been mentioned by numerous people. Like, why do? Why are we still relying the the idea of black box technology that the only sort of the main recorder of everything that's happening and going right or wrong on the plane right is in the plane and then has to be found and downloaded right. which is sort of 1980s right. technology rather than like when you can be on that plane and be on twitter at the same time but for some reason that plane can't also be sending those sending that right ticker tape or whatever up that's yeah. a very good point. Yeah, that's a great point. The, and the, I, the data, the, the bandwidth is there to send that amount. Yeah, I'm it's sure. a tiny bandwidth. Like yeah. I, I don't know how much yeah. stuff's stored in those black boxes, but I'm I'm sure most of it is just like, audio. Um, audio, yeah, audio, which can be fairly low res, like readings from all the fairly, uh, equipment as it as a, yeah, a which is of, which is not much. I can't, yeah. you know, I, I I know there's a lot of equipment on a plane compared to say a, you know a bicycle, but still it would end up being but, like a text. It would be end up being a at the end of the day when they find this thing, all they're going to get is some guy saying, "Oh shit." No, well, but you can see you can are, see how yeah. quickly the uh, altitude. The, you know, I'm, I get what you're saying. I can't you that, nobody... stuff is, that stuff is a trivial amount of information to send back and forth, and have there be no more reliance on an actual device in the plane. But you're always recording what's. Yeah, was it like the NSA was supposed to be recording all of our phone conversations? <laughs> right. Uh, no, they, they actually were only getting metadata. Weren't okay. they just getting like who you were calling? Not that. Yeah, I think that is yeah. the case. Not well, to, supposedly. Not to tear down your joke, but but, uh, but still, like that's like the amount of. The amount of storage needed it's to do that, that and the amount of data transfer. Right. It's not very expensive technology now. Modern planes have most of that technology installed in them now. Mm-hmm. It's- so that's, okay, that's our fourth innovation here in Probably Science. That's a credit that went to Matt. Right. And if anybody and from the TSA everyone- is listening, you guys are welcome to implement our black TSA, box list. TSA is obviously And listening. did you notice yeah. how on, uh, like, CNN, because I... I have to visit my father-in-law at Old Folks Home every day, so I have like an hour where I just watch CNN, and I've been watching this thing every day. And you notice how the guests that they get look better every day? They're a little more cleaned up and prepped. You know, they really? get some like bad, f- some, some professor that's the... all fucked up, oh, like the first okay. day, and the next day he's got a little haircut, the next day he's got better glasses and shit. We're getting coached every night on yeah. like the PR. Yeah, and oh. by the third, they're all, they got style, and they got right. chops, they're in but a like good two suit. weeks into the tragedy, yeah. he's, like a, he's like a 20-year vet. Thank you. He's right. got a big Facebook page. Right. <laughs> he's getting more pussy than Carrot Top. Right. He's on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Break dances on the set. Oh, God, that's so funny. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. I think... Still have the black box as a backup. You don't need to completely replace the technology, right. but have both. Like have the black box as the recorder with the old technology, but also just send the signal. In fact, here's an idea: don't even get rid of the technology. Have a dedicated black box for every plane that's in the air, but have it sitting at the air traffic control tower, and it's just getting filled with two, the last two hours of data from the plane. You know, so you always have the box with you. Yeah, kind of like the video recorder at the gas station. It erases itself every two weeks. Well, it, it, it already, the black box already does erase itself every two hours, I'm saying, but have that same device be sitting somewhere else, and all you have to do right. is be sending it to it until the moment, un- unless there is often a case where you're as you're crashing, you also lose communication, which, you know, hmm. probably happens. They in always find the black box. Why don't they make well, the plane yes, out of that? Make the plane out of the black box, though. What are we doing? That was like, was that from Stand Up and Win on SNL? The Jeopardy game show for comedy for comedians, 
When I think Jer- that was Seinfeld. A, when Seinfeld hosted I, SNL, no, I think it was, it was a legit. I think that was a legit Seinfeld bit. But there was also one of my favorite SNL was it a sketches. Seinfeld bit? Like I know it was like an old comedy bit. That- well, when Seinfeld was on SNL, there was a sketch called "Stand Up and Win." It was like Jeopardy, and there are three hacky '80s comics, and all the categories oh, are setting them up to do a bit. Right. So, like one of the guys, all he ever said, like was Sandler, all he ever said was like, "Who were the ad wizards that came up with that one?" <laughs> His response to every Jeopardy question. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's why. In case you lose the connection, in case something happens that breaks the signal, have the black box as well. But also, have a brown if you've box. Been, if you've been sending the signals constantly, yes. you have a much better idea of where to find that black box as well. So when it does go down, you can find the last half an hour of the flight. See, like now, I'm starting to get worried. We're saying really dumb shit, and someone's like tearing their hair out listening to this. Like, say, yes, they do that shit already. You guys are idiots. Well, I don't think they do. If if I'm wrong about this, please write in. Don't uh, you guys get texts and shit? Oh, totally. People, well, this isn't live, but if we, did, yeah, but people will, oh. will write to us and tell us what, uh, what we're wrong Beth. about. Sorry, I'm no, so no, dumb. It's, I know how many you're gonna get. Tell that girl to stop saying the f word. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. No, you get that no all the that's time. the one complaint we've never had. That's true. Yes. No, that is true. We're, okay. we're too sciencey, not sciencey enough. We're, we're an hour into this, we've gotten to one science story, so maybe okay. we should do the second one. <laughs> fat cream, to, fat cream. Okay, there might be a fat cream, you guys. I swear, this is the tip that fat doctors don't want you to. Know. <laughs> this but is... I mean, doctors who are fat. Uh... <laughs> fat doctors. I'm a fat doctor. <laughs> As a fat doctor, my opinion is more valid. I'm a fat doctor. I'm a gynecologist. Uh, <laughs> I'm a fat doctor. It's an article on the Telegraph's, uh, the Telegraph's site. The, tele- the Telegraph's site? I don't know why I'm saying it that way. Whatever. On, uh, yeah, the uh, Telegraph. Yes. They have a website. God, I'm an idiot. Um, the discovery of how hair growth controls fat production beneath the skin could lead to a cream for weight loss, scientists have claimed. An experiment found that the cycle of hair growth causes changes in the thickness of a layer of fat under the skin, meaning it could be controlled to limit the production of new fat cells. The findings could potentially form the basis of a new technique to replace lo- fat lost in scar tissue or even form a localized treatment for obesity. Researchers said the team studied the link between hair and fat tissue growth in mice and human skin cells. It was already known that chemical signals given off by fat cells can affect hair growth, but researchers wanted to find out whether the reverse was also true. And they discovered uh, that a protein which activates hair follicle growth also blocks the production of fat tissue in a particular layer beneath the skin. And the findings were published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences Journal. And if this does become like a cream that's on the general markets, it says localized fat. Uh... Uh, treatment. So you I could want, just put it on your love handles. You or ju- or just, on. you know, if your friend falls asleep at the party, <laughs> you just burn away his fat in, in the, the shape, shape of, of a, like a cock and ball. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His belly will have an unfat cock and ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves a nice unfat cock and balls on their belly. Um, I, it's I know like, I it's do. Like, it's like yeah. putting, a, yeah. putting a pattern of sunscreen on someone who's like falling asleep like, exactly. on the beach. Yeah, but you could instead, you know, just if they got a little bit of a... Yeah. <laughs> just suddenly be skinny in the shape bit of, of a love shell. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's great. That's great. It's also relevant to cancer, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, mainly you can stop being fat. Uh, it's relevant to cancer, any tissue in which this type of process is going on, said Professor Fiona Watt of King's College London, who was the lead author of the study. Um, yeah, the research was not designed for cosmetic treatments, but uh, obviously that's the stuff that would drive the sale of it if it ends up working. And well, that's called off-brand, believe yes. it or not. Yeah. And we have a show. <laughs> has yeah, anybody been, there it is. Has anybody been bitten by, by the way, this whole episode? Has anybody? I haven't had a single bite since I scraped I haven't either. Yeah. Which, I don't know if thank I you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. yeah, yeah Matt's the, the hero. You Matt's are. great. Um, no, so, man. Yeah, I mean, if this is a real thing... Will, it, will will people end up with weirdly shaped bodies because they're only putting it 
like you know if you got a nice fat ass and you like that you're not gonna you're gonna like give yourself i i think the more an hour body modification comes comes home the more people are able to bring it back into the home you know what i mean like what are you saying home surgery you not home surgery what i mean is like the more most cosmetic things for instance now Used uh, okay. Think about things like hair dye. You can buy you can buy some just for men. You can buy some hair right. dye down. You know whatever. Well, let's say eighty years ago, that was a super expensive job to get done. You'd have to go somewhere, right? And, you know. So I'm saying the more we keep these cosmetic factors keep coming forward, and the more we like sort of are bringing them back home, and pri- you're able to like customize yourself. You can a little do it more. now at home, right? Yeah, the more you can customize yourself, I think. Yeah, there's going to be some weird ass body looks. Because oh yeah, ex- now that it's totally just customizable, there could be fashion trends where people are just giving themselves totally impossibly yeah. Because what's shaped. the point anymore? Yeah, you know? just to be like it'd be like the sneeches. Like once you got uh, exactly got the stars, got the star stars belly. Off, like, yeah, now you're gonna try to do something different. Like it'll be the thing to have like fat nowhere in your body except for like your calves or something. Just as like a trend for a year because it'll be totally within your control. Yeah, if it was totally within all you'll of our just, controls, just then it would have be... Like Popeye, people just have Popeye forearms. <laughs> Absolutely. <nothing> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that'd be a great look. a couple years, yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> just eat a ton, but you stay skinny from the cream, except in like a few places you leave it off just to have yeah. like a weird... But you said this is tied in your... with hair growth? Well, that's how they found out about it. Yeah, they, the, um, the, um, the experiment found that the cycle of hair growth causes changes in the thickness of a layer of fat underneath the skin, so... That if you control that, you could control the production of fat cells. Wow. It's not actually a, a, a thing you can do yet. They just discovered that a protein that activates hair follicle growth also blocks the production of fat tissue. So you're going to be a, a, just a skinny werewolf is what... Is this going to yeah. end up with this girl who actually wrote a fake paper about this? Who knows? Everything we say could be a lie. Fiona Apple or whatever her name is. <laughs> Japanese researcher Fiona Apple did Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <clears throat> And it was criminal what she did with those yeah. falsified findings. You guys, it call was. back to 96 Song by Ken Apple. It was. Uh, you know, I'm kind of in the mood to listen to that song. We could probably link that on our website if we wanted, if you want to listen to Criminal. If you want to listen to Criminal, sure. That would take if you forever to, to try and link to a song on oh, our I website. I thought you'd go to a different... Okay. Oh, no, no. I think it would be quite easy, Matt. I think to link to a song on our, our website would be quite easy. Oh, come on. Like, to add new content to our site? No, it's a simple drag-and-drop interface on uh, fucking Squarespace. <laughs> no. Yeah. Tell, tell us more, Jesse. Well, Squarespace.com is a um, website manufacturing company that manufactures... <laughs> they churn out websites. They churn they out a, websites. Assembly, if they come out too fast, someone has to eat them. Like, fucking, yeah, they I have a, Lucy chocolates. Yeah. They, gotta make they have a great... come out at a certain point. Absolutely, absolutely. And then there's a guy at the very end, and he actually licks the stamp. Okay. And that's the last person. And, um, <clears throat> no, Squarespace.com, it's a solid product. You want to build yourself a website? Hmm? You want an online portfolio? Maybe? Starting Maybe a small business? There? Maybe you're just an arrogant weirdo. But wait, it must be really expensive, Jesse. <laughs> mere, mere pennies, Andy. Mere pennies. But I, I want a deal. I like deals. Is there a way I can get a deal? Yeah, it'd be uh, great if you could like you put wanna, in something for a you, special discount. You want to pay less than the average Joe? That's what I you're talking about? I think I, I do. I want a free trial. How, how do I get a free trial? <laughs> I want 10% off my first purchase. If Well, you can have the free trial and 10% off your first purchase. You don't even have to pick anymore because you can go to squarespace.com, put in the offer code probably science. That's the your, name of our show. It is the name of our Aww. show. That's right. And now your keyboard is going to be covered with even more jizz and how awesome this website is. <laughs> 
It's a fucking Squarespace. Build your own site. It's fast. It's easy. Listen. Squarespace. I know. I know his parents. Upper code probably science. They, they don't listen anymore. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> my parents listen. But yeah, Fiona or my Apple. Mom, my mom uh, does. My dad doesn't. I know she out. does. Did you guys have a crush on Fiona Apple when that album came out? Yeah, dude. Not really. It's, no, you didn't. Not even party. <laughs> not the slow part. Of course. Uh, that was like the first American Apparel ad, basically the video for Criminal, wasn't it? Uh, good call. Right, that was the proto American Apparel. Good, great call, yeah. Andy. Yes, Shot with a video Polaroid, if that's even possible. Yeah, <laughs> I think they Terry Richardson probably directed the video for that song. It is weird how wow, they're wow Terry Richardson reference. They're nice. doing they're doing that a lot that guy now. Is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize. I'm sorry. I don't mean to, no. Sorry. I just Terry Richardson, the one who now like a whole lot of stories are coming out about how he's a horrendous, abusive creep. He, I've he, heard that he like has sex. Somehow he, he couches everything he does in like performance art. He's managed to be like the creepiest person on the planet, and and not and escape not only uh, he's he's probably actually committed criminal sexual assault. Like he has sex with most of the people on. But the as long shoot. as you take really good pictures of it, yeah, yeah. Somehow he's hip enough that this creep with old man glasses is uh is considered like a, a hipster art icon or so it's yeah it's bonkers it's absolutely bonkers um hey you know what is bonkers <laughs> also uh and this is a story that wasn't on the list so i'm going off book here on this one Go off book, but i read this i read this story today and i think it's worth mentioning uh one of saturn's moons looks very likely to have liquid water um published in journal science uh just recently Oh, are, you t- uh, are you talking about the uh, hidden ocean found beneath the uh, crust of... Yeah, was that on the list? Did I miss absolutely that? absolutely on the okay, list. Okay, you guys are brutal. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we worked a long moon, day. Uh, Enceladus. Cat- cataloging is- clips of skaters getting hit in the nuts, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've been very hard at work. Um, the moon Enceladus, which is uh, one of Saturn's moons, may have liquid water just underneath a thick layer of ice, which means it could be... Uh, um, hospitable to life might even have life right now. What? Well, it absolutely has the water. We we know that much. But uh, does it, 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 is it true that it absolutely has liquid water? I thought that would have been a break uh, a new thing. Yeah, no. It, it, well, it is a new thing, but there there is uh, absolutely a water ocean. It's about uh, six miles deep, and it lies beneath a shell of ice sixteen to twenty five miles thick. Am I an idiot? I thought we'd never found liquid water anywhere besides Earth so far. Is that not a thing? I think looking at this story, I'm not. 100% certain they know for sure liquid water there. They they say it's likely. Okay. But there's definitely ice there. And ice is a kind of water. It's a kind of water. That's true. It's kind of hard water. <laughs> Wait, it's definitely saying here they absolutely know. They're saying it pretty matter of fact. Huh. Are you guys looking at conflicting articles? I think this we're looking at different articles. <laughs> I didn't realize uh, that Jesse had found a version of the story. So I found this. This is on CNN. But I'm looking at it. Um, yeah, I'm doing a whole different thing here. Uh, the new finding, which is published online today, uh, April 3rd. It's not April 3rd. Um, in the journal Science, uh, doesn't exactly come out of left field. It, it sort of confirms suspicion that many researchers have had about Enceladus since 2005, when NASA's Cassini spacecraft first spotted ice and water vapor spewing from fractures near the moon's south pole. Um, so they they mapped out the gravity by measuring how the 313-mile-wide moon uh, tugged on Cassini during three close flybys. And as it flies by, its velocity is perturbed by an amount that depends on variations in the gravity field that we're trying to measure, uh, says Sammy Asmar of NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab. Um, 
They see the change in velocity as a change in radio frequency received at our ground stations here all the way across the solar system. Um, so the change in the speed of, the, of what's sensing it is due to... They concluded that the ec- there's an extra mass underground. Um, okay. okay. And the subsurface, uh, subsurface ocean of liquid water, which is denser than ice, is the only reasonable candidate. That seems very... Uh, sure, I'll go with that. Yeah, what am I going to do? I'm not going to uh, try to refute well, that, the- but it's, it's, that's a crazy thing to assume just based on this change. So the change in the speed of... of well, no, I'll, I'll... I mean, I can... Okay. <laughs> We're all looking at different versions of the same story. We are. I love it. Uh, NASA's Deep Space Network, uh, which is an ultra-precise tracking system... Uh, it can tell if Cassini speeds up or slows down by just one foot per hour. And it revealed the presence of a negative mass anomaly um, at the South Pole. In other words, the area harbors less mass than would be expected for a perfectly spherical body. Uh, that makes sense because a large depression marks the South Pole's surface, researchers said. But the observed mass anomaly is significantly smaller than expected based on the size of the dent, which is uh, just about one kilometer deep. Um, so something's got to be going on underneath there. Yeah, they concluded that the extra mass... This change in gravity. ...must be a subsurface ocean of liquid water. Um, the heat required to keep this water in liquid state is generated within the, uh, within the moon, with much of that energy perhaps coming from tidal interactions between it and another of Saturn's moons. Um, Beth is fully checked out. Oh, yeah, she's, she's <laughs> totally fine. I can't tell you how lost I am. Yeah, no, no. That, uh, you that, lost that. me at liquid water, honestly. I don't know what the option is. Ice? Ice or Ice. Well, I figured that, but I, I, I don't know. Sure, sure. No, liquid water is a weird way to put it. You should just go water. I think the liquid state should be the assumed. But, then but I think you need to specify because that's a rarity in space or might, yeah. might not exist at all. So that's... But there's, oh, good but, call. But Good there's call. liquid. Well, there's liquid water. There's ice. There's steam. Uh, there's that blue sort of crepe paper that you can use on a model to make it look like right. there's water. Yep. When you're doing a like little. Yep. Um, and there's smart water, of course. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Evian has there's electrolytes. A, vitamin water. There's vitamin water. Um, Did it say in the article water, how many electrolytes there might be on Saturn's moon? I assume because Saturn has rings. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's quite a few electrons. Rings are very powerful. Yeah. No, it's a very powerful the, shape. The, yeah, it's very, Good very for powerful. balance. Yeah, and who knows even where it won those rings? I mean, who knows what kind of sporting events? Oh, yeah. yeah, Saturn is by far the jockeyest of all the planets. Absolutely, well, it has it has rings and it head. shows them off. And yeah. I feel I feel like it needs electrolytes in that water. Let's get back to people. Let's get to speaking a of planets. Story. How's Uranus? Doing? <laughs> Hey, good call. Uh, terrible, man. Okay. Fucking terrible. Is this an okay time to talk about this? We can talk about it. Hey, your TV guys, can you explain Adult Swim to me real quick? <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Is this from a text you got during our it's show? It's not. It's it. not. Bullshit. It's not. I, I, we record Family Guy, and uh, since we've been here, some Family Guys have these really cool commercials in them, and they say Adult Swim. Adult Swim And yet is it's a- not in TiVo. Well, adult, no, it's just a block of programming adult Swim, the Cartoon Network. Yes, it's on Cartoon Network. It's a block of nighttime programming called Adult Swim. It's the weird stuff. It's for us, not for the kids. Yeah, it's 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 cartoon based or animation based. So stop how do motion. you know when and where it's on? Isn't it just it's only to on every night? I think it's I think it's longer than that. Oh, okay. it's only on the Cartoon Network. Yes. So why did you laugh? 
What do you mean? Just because I just way- hijacked the conversation I thought, no, I thought so you were, bad. I thought you were going to say, like, I've seen all these Adult Swim shows, and it's not my kind of sense of humor. Why do kids like this? Why do people like this? I thought you were going to say that. And we're like, I don't know. You know, it's an acquired taste. Like, it's absurdity. It's I think like it's kind of fun. Sake. Oh, it's very, a lot of great shows on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of great shows on Adult Swim. Okay, um, sorry. Back to the room. No, 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 it's no, a no, block no, of programming. It's like It did sound like, because it came out of nowhere. I thought you were going to be like, I hate these shows. They're not that funny. They're like, explain to me this hippity hop music. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that old. Jesus. What? Hippity hop. You remember hippity hop? <laughs> Got your hippity hop. All right. All right. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I had a hemorrhoid this week. It sucked. Uh, it's, oh, going, it's gone? You're good? It's going It's going away. Okay. So I found I'm not going to have to have any surgically stuff done. Excellent. Surgical things. Do you have some, some suppository you can use for that? I I've had the suppository. I've had... I've, I've, uh, yeah, there's a steroid. That's how we got it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. There's a steroid suppository. Uh, it looks like a small wax bullet. It's yes. very weird. I know about the bullets. And, uh. Um, they used to have those for birth control. No the shit. The vagina bullets. Yeah. Except as soon as it melts, it just runs down your leg, as I'm sure you know yours runs out of your ass. Yeah. As soon as it gets warm. No, that's They found it. some bullets in the book suppository. I think that's how it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. no absolutely. The, uh, Are there bullets on, uh, Saturn? Absolutely. So, yeah, I've had, uh, that's been, that's been interesting. But yeah, it feels good. Those suppositories feel great, though. Well, if you put not going in, and you're supposed to put them in the refrigerator. You know that. It said if they're if it's too. I thought you put them in your ass. (laughs) You too, but you put them in the refrigerator first. Isn't there a risk in this house if you put them in the refrigerator first? Like Stu will eat them. Stu will eat them. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Those bullets were delicious. (laughs) Those those wax bullet candies were uh, uh, great. (laughs) No, man, I. what do you mean you're supposed to put them in the fridge first? It said if they're too soft, put them in the fridge. That's what it said on the thing. Well, if you put them in the refrigerator first, they'll hold their shape longer. I mean, they don't melt as, they don't get melty as fast. I like them melty. <laughs> Could we pause for a station? You're listening to Suppository Chat, an offshoot of uh, probably science. That's kind of sciencey. No, it is. It's very. It's a medicine. No, but it's I, a uh, of science. yeah, I got this thing from, uh, I got it in a manly way, though, from weightlifting. Okay. From lifting oh, weights. Weights. No. What do you mean, oh, bullshit? Go fuck <laughs> yourself. Absolutely. No, I mean, like, if I, if I had to choose that or a hernia, I would choose that, I think. As far as stuff that can blow out when you're Oh, a hernia would be brutal. Hard, a hernia, hernia would be brutal. horrible. No, I haven't taken a decent shit in about 35 years. <laughs> Are you serious? Seriously. <laughs> why, why do you say that? I, and I don't know how... Well, because I did drugs for so many years that my colon, like, whatever the thing is that makes poop, just broke down. <laughs> What do you mean, the thing that makes poop broken? Well, I don't know. I went to the ass doctor, and she's like, dude, your system is totally shot. Just eat laxatives for the rest of your life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just jump in where I know, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. You gotta, here's what all I'm thinking about is our eighth grade listener. We have this one eighth grade listener, so I guess I hope oh. she learns don't do drugs, right? Why? I asked 35 so, times, should I not cuss? No, 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 no. You can do whatever you want. Her, she has bad parents, so don't stop her from listening to this. It's Marsh explicit. Well, she's going to be, be very, very cool young lady. No, she is a cool young lady. Young lady, so you, what do you mean you went to an ass doctor? You went to an ass doctor, she said just eat ax, laxatives. No, she just said your your shitter is broken. Right, right. And I mean, this was I, the fifth doctor when they asked four <laughs> out of five, this was the one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. exactly, exactly. Okay. Uh, we probably shouldn't go any no, uh, you're good. further no. into it than that. No, but were you, were you a big I, pill head then? Well, that's why... With, like, I, Vicodin and stuff like that? Because that, that's the yes. constipation oh, general. Yeah. All the opiates oh, make years, you years, years, yeah, years. Yeah, they make you... Years. Yeah, you can't... You can't and eventually, your your shitter breaks. Wow. Wow. 
and we and and what happens next will remain a mystery. <laughs> wow. All right. I don't care how old your listeners are. They don't want to hear the next step. <laughs> now I kind of want to hear the now next step. Now I want to hear the no, next step. No, you don't. Are butter knives involved? Don't want to hear any more. Don't want to hear any more. You, you'll find out about it when you get in the home. Wow. Oh, talking about like... Oh, uh, the next next step. Yeah, sure. I think I, maybe, maybe I don't. Does it involve bags? No. Actually, it does involve bags. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. no, no, no. Not that kind of bag. Oh, okay. No. Well, like, like a refuse sack. I'm, I, oh, like I want out. I want out right now. I want out. I'm calling somebody okay. to come no, and get me. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Um, all right. Well, we do. We have. Uh, we have so many stories. Listeners to... wrote in to give us that we can't even get to them all this week. We, we can't. Be we can't. Ben, more of them. Would you describe yourself as a night owl? Uh, a late night person. A lot of comics generally are. Or are you? Are you the type you do your gig and then go home early and? That I was pretty much a gig. I did the Beatles exit. Yep. Yeah, you were out of there quick. Oh yeah, off stage in the car. Yeah. So I'm a night owl, but oddly enough, the older I get, the more I don't want to be out at night. Sure. I'm just classic old person. I like to drive at night. I can't see the headlights. Sure. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. Well, according to um, an article sent in by Probably Science listener and donor Morgan Perrine, um women who are night owls share the same high propensity for risk-taking as men, according to a recent study by University of Chicago professor. Uh, that was an odd phrasing, and then I just realized this is written in the University of Chicago's own website, right. and, like news website. Like, I think we've already established that? I'm a risk-taker. Sure. The 300 years of drug use. Acid. Yeah. See, you're reading. What the fuck? I'm reading the fucking article. Oh. <laughs> I'm not just. I don't, a, I don't have any idea what's going on here. We're got all computers. Under, everybody's got a phone. There's headphones. Listen, we're all on planets. And I text my husband, and you're yelling at me. I don't know what's going on. We're here. all on devices because we're trying to look at the fucking articles we want to cover. Okay. And then you just want to someone. I know, and there. someone just it's texted hemorrhoids you. making you an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And then someone texted you about Adult Swim. No, so nobody texts questions. me about Adult Swim. Beth. I just wanted to know what it was. <laughs> I'm so unaccustomed to being around other people, let alone comics. I, I, I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> I, I, I really... I really should, uh, a moment of self-awareness. I have science. no chops anymore. You got great That's chops. why we had to move out here. It was either die in Nashville and get fatter and dumber, or come out here and be at... An outcast idiot for a while, and then get my chops back. What, Beth, what part your chops of town are, you in are great. Um, we live on um, over by the new Ralphs. Oh, on Mature Building, over by there, by there. You're right by the local peasant where Paul Stanley went. Tell your husband to wow, go. What's it called? The the bar is called the local peasant. Oh, They're a not bar. a sponsor. It's a restaurant. It's a bar and restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. I was oh, there God. for dinner. We'll there and every came day in. now. So yeah, celebrity sightings across the street from the new Ralphs. And then we've been here a month. We have not seen one person. We used to remember we used to come out all the time to see the Gluey Brothers. Sure. And we would see a celeb. We'd be here 48 hours. Barry Gordy Jr. There he is. Huge celebrities. Been here a month. Haven't seen one person. Where's the best place to go to see celebrities, guys? Where do you see them? The most? gym. Uh, the Waxwork Museum. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, any, any movie theater, most of them I find are in films. Um, <laughs> he just did the joke. He already did the joke. I sat next to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar when I saw John Carter in 3D IMAX. Who's John Carter? The movie, the shitty John Carter movie. There was a, a failed Dude, Disney are you movie. being serious? Yeah. I sat next to him during Elysium. 
Oh no, I saw Elysium. I was with you. That's right. Yeah, I was going to say. Yes. I'd love it if you. It turns out you were both at the same screen. Yes. On either Elysium. side of the guy. I didn't realize I it. Was John Carter. I'm <laughs> the world's sorry. biggest well, basketball so play tall. was between the two. Crazy to see each other. Sitting right next to and us. And he wrote an unbelievable article about reality TV. He's a big, anybody catch that? Yeah, he also wrote one about girls. He's a lot of like interesting insight into He's TV. He's writes like a, great. He's yeah. a great writer. Yeah. Um. Well, so, he's probably a bit of a night owl. <laughs> <laughs> so this research suggests that sleep patterns are linked with important character traits and behavior, uh, according to Dario Maestripieri, who's the professor in comparative human development at the University of Chicago. Night owls, people who tend to stay up late and wake up late in the morning, thanks for the definition there, article, mm-hmm. are different in many important ways from early risers, he found. Night owls, both male, lack of worms. Yep. <laughs> both male and female are more likely to be single or in short-term romantic relationships versus long-term relationships when compared to early birds. See, in, they're just better. In addition, they're male night owls people. reported twice as many sexual partners than male early birds. Here's the thing, right? It's true. This article... That's when you have sex. So far... That's when you have sex, of course. Yeah, so, so far this article doesn't suggest... There seems to be a correlation and a causation thing mixed up. It's not like people who tend to be more slutty tend like have the same part of their brain that makes them stay up late or whatever. No, people who are in long term relationships are less likely to go out drinking by themselves and hook up. Like, right. um, yeah, and if you are having a lot of sex, it's keeping you up at night. Like, right. yeah, it's not like one cause the. You don't know which one caused which one. But let's see Actually, what the Andy, when you say. have a lot of sex, it keeps me up at night. <laughs> so it's that's weird. Little roommate situation for you. I, I wish that were Thanks a joke. For clarifying I wish that, that were just a. Mm-hmm. Or it is, right? Okay, it is. Huh? Nothing. What? what? Here's, here's the interesting part. The study, which was published in the February edition of the journal Evolutionary Psychology, draws on data from earlier research of more than 500 graduate students at the University of Chicago. Okay, we get it. Happened at the University of Chicago. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the initial study assessed financial risk aversion amongst male and female students and found men are more willing to take financial risks than women. Females with high testosterone levels, however, were more similar to males in financial risk-taking, the study found. Um, he, the professor wanted to es- explore... You noticed me avoiding <laughs> the last name. I you bailed on the last name. The professor... Shit. Master... Meister Pierre. Wanted to explore why men take more risk than women. He was curious whether sleep patterns have any influence on these tendencies through an association with differences in personality and in novelty-seeking. The study participants, 110 males and 91 females, provided saliva samples to assess the levels of cortisol and testosterone. To Maestro Pieri. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These levels were measured before and after participants took a computerized test of their tendencies for financial risk aversion. For Maestro Pieri. <laughs> Is that your computer voice? Yeah. <laughs> we just fill it in. Yeah. <laughs> the participants also described their own willingness to take risks and gave information about their sleep patterns. Men have higher had higher cortisol and testosterone levels than women. However, night owl women had cortisol levels comparable to night owl and early morning men. Uh, Wait, that's, that's odd though because that's those are contradicting things: night owls and early morning men. But okay, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that is odd. Um, uh, the study suggests high cortisol levels may be one of the biological mechanisms explaining higher risk-taking in night owls. Yeah, again, this this feels... Hmm. This, this feels to me like a correlation 
It feels to me like Master Perry is lying. <laughs> I feel like he's, you know, I, f- I, I really feel like Master Perry is sort of coming up now with some it's facts. Just a deaf person saying it for some reason. <laughs> Why were you using your hands? Master Perry. It was Marley Matlin. Matlin suddenly came on the podcast. I always thought it would be really funny to. Um, like meet a girl and send her a song that you've written about her, which I've done, by the way. Oh, you, but, but, of course you have. Um, well, no, of course I have. But I think it would be great to uh, do it, but then just whenever it sings her name, it's filled in with a voice like that. Oh. Like, what a douchebag <laughs> move. <laughs> like, send that to a girl. Oh, I love you so much. Run back on. Oh, I need you so much. Run back on. Done that or not? No, no. God, I just think hilarious. that'd be so funny to send that to a girl. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. You, have to you would that. find out if your girl had humor chops. <laughs> yeah. Need yeah. you in my life. Run back on. I need... <laughs> Oh, uh, won't you so bad, Olivia? I mean, I don't know. You forget to change one of them in the middle. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> the bridge is a different girl. <laughs> right. What happened to Olivia? <laughs> now, this is interesting. I mean, I really wish we, uh, we'd been able to ask Professor Matt Walker from Berkeley about this when we had him on the live show. He's, we had this sleep specialist on, Beth, who talked about a lot of interesting stuff about the psychology of sleep that you might not know about. But I never got to ask that him. That was awesome. I'm a night owl, and I've always been interested in stories about night owls like I've heard that uh, if you leave somebody if you leave people in a, a windowless room for a long time so they just end up sleeping whenever they want to sleep and not according to the sun like people fall into a slightly longer than a day schedule they fall in like a 25 hour schedule I think usually but then some people end up in like longer schedules naturally and I feel like that's what I would be because I, I, I don't know I, I'm guessing that's what night owls are is people that would end up if they didn't have a sun they would just end up in this Longer wake time and then longer sleep time. Like the ratio of amount of time you spend asleep would be the same, but maybe they would be longer cycles overall. But I never got to ask him that, and I'm curious about that because I'm totally a night owl, and I totally love to get laid. No, but uh, <laughs> no, I mean I, I think I'm a higher risk taker person than than people. Like my brothers are both people that go to sleep earlier, and they have more traditional jobs, and I took some stupid risks and do comedy kind of things, and I'm a night owl and. I can see the correlation. I don't know which causes which, but it's an interesting. Yeah, thing to that's think about. the that's the question. At the moment, it, it doesn't seem to be saying as many interesting things as it could. So we don't like this article, basically. We don't. Saying. Okay. We like we like Morgan, and he sent in other interesting articles in the past. No, Morgan, is, and he sent in a really good story about article about a cricket that I'm not sure we have time to get to. <laughs> well, well, I think. I mean, I, do we have time for one more, or are we? Sure, but right. I, I, want, I want to circle back to this. I want to see if we can get Matt Walker back on and talk about this, though, because it does, it does interest me. Like, this is a, something that's worth digging into, in my eyes. The sleep thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, just real quick, I don't know if anybody has sleep apnea. You know, there's the kind because you're too fat, and then there's the kind that you just have. Uh-huh. Uh, believe it or not, I have the kind that you just have, not the fat kind. And I have this thing in my chest. It's like a pacemaker. Because you know that you know you have to have the, the mask CPAP and the machine, that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't deal with that. And I get in on the study, and I have this thing in my chest that's like a pacemaker. And so if I quit breathing, it pushes a breath into my abdomen and makes me breathe. Are you kidding me? No, I've never heard of this. It's, it's called, inside you right now. It's inside me right now. How did we not lead with this? this you can totally have been all we feel talked it. about the whole it, show. It's really hard right here. We're talking and, about this at the hour and fifteen minute mark, and we should have been oh. sorry. No, no. That's and that's what's weird is I got in on this study like five years ago, right? And the 
and I can't get anybody to like call me back. And I don't know what happens when like the battery you, runs out. The study stopped. that you still have it inside you? You just well, yeah, call your number. Yeah, it still works. When you call the number, it still works. I mean, I can feel it when it happens. So again, you said if it, if it senses that you've stopped breathing, it will jolt it's, it's, your diaphragm. It's the phrenic into... nerve, scientists. I'm looking it up. Phrenic nice. nerve. Okay. And that's the the one that goes from your heart to your abdomen. I think. Yes, that's what that's what Wikipedia is telling me. And so, um, if I stop breathing, this machine or this little device will push a breath into my abdomen and get me back on track breathing right. Because I had like 170 apneas like a night or something Jesus. like I'd stop wow. breathing a million times and of course my husband says just lose 20 pounds and the doctor goes it's not that kind and then he said oh shit uh, you know so <laughs> right, right. I can stay fat when do you do honey oh fuck exactly <laughs> so yeah so this this company it's called Respicardia and it's a it's an amazing device but I got in on this thing when it was like the still an FDA approval I don't know if it's been approved or not and I'm like, well, I moved. Can somebody out here help me? And so I'm just throwing that out there. Did, anybody from so, Respicardi is but listening. But if it stops, well, oh, yeah. it wouldn't actually, it would just bring you back to where you were to begin with. It right. wouldn't actually hurt you. It no, just it wouldn't, wouldn't hurt help me. you anymore. But it, and it's it, small. It just, it just triggers that nerve to make you I'm think. i let that, you feel it. Don't is this going to be weird? Is this, okay. No, it's not going to be weird. This is why we should be a video podcast. No, 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 no. Oh my god! I could totally. So it just sits on top of your rib cage. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, and it just taps into that nerve, yeah, and it's yeah. just gonna send yeah. the signal so just, to the phrenic um, nerve. It just feels weird. Yeah. You know, it's hard. And oh, sorry. Yeah, it originates yeah. in the neck in the C three to C five vertebrae and passes down between the lungs and heart to reach the diaphragm. So yeah, this thing is just essentially making you hiccup. It's like that's that's it's it's yeah. triggering your diaphragm and it's making you breathe. If it senses you haven't breathed, and it's a fabulous thing, and I and they couldn't get there's only they only got like eighteen people to volunteer in the United States. How did you get? How are you on their radar for somebody? Because I don't sleep very well, so I have a sleep doctor, and he knew I didn't have insurance, and that's, he's like, "That's not your ass doctor, not the yeah. ass doctor, no, no, no. sleep doctor." And uh, and he's like, "By the way, well, the idea that your doctor, sir, like your doctor clinic, you go there and it's just got like neck." Um, <laughs> sleep, <ass>. shit up. <laughs> right. It's like it's like idiocracy when you go up to the there's like a touch screen like McDonald's where you do your own order. You like press the part of your body you want the doctor for. It's the big operation game. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. So that seems like way better. I've seen those CPAP masks and they're terrifying. They're horrible. Yeah, that's... And if you if you're not married or you're trying to get laid or something, you got to put that fucking helmet on every night. You have yeah. no shot. So would it also stop you from snoring or just stop those apneas where you stop? It just it stops the apneas, yeah. pretty much. Mm. Yeah. And it doesn't wake you up, either. That'd be the it weird did at thing, the beginning, it? when okay. they couldn't get it calibrated. You just start to be like, Oh, my shocked. God, because every time it happens, you're like, you know. And so you do finally fall asleep, and then you wake up 10,000 times. But, you know, they got a computer, and they hook into your frequency, and they adjust it. I had, like, 19 sleep studies in a row. I had to go and pack all my shit. Did you ever have to get ass. on a treadmill, treadmill like Ivan Drago with, like, a shir- shirtless on a treadmill with electrons on you? With <laughs> I Russian did. scientists with lab coats. You had to do that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I but did. But also, do you have to sleep in the sleep lab where they monitor you? Like you Oh, s- you have to have, like, a thousand of those things on you, and you can't you get wow. wires, and you got to pee, and you got to have a guy hold the thing. It's fucking horrible. And it's a windowless room, like you said. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have any idea what time you fell asleep. And they were, when they were 
testing me to see if I was fucked up enough for this thing. Uh, it's it's like I didn't fall into REM sleep till like 7.30 in the morning, even though I went to bed at like 10, and they were getting ready to bail out, and then all of a sudden it started blowing up. So sleep, man, is such a weird fucking thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's my contribution to that conversation. No, we, we talked a lot about, and we, I, we learned about, about things like the fact that alcohol suppresses your REM sleep to the point that when yeah. people get the DTs, that's actually their body making up for so much lost REM sleep. It just goes in REM sleep while you're awake. Really? You're essentially in like a dream state while you're awake because your body is just deprived of it. Like if you drink a lot... That's what those twitches are, your, apparently. Yeah, the early yeah. part of your sleep, you don't get any REM sleep if you're drinking a lot. And then in the morning, you get a lot more to make up for that as the alcohol wears right. off. That's why you have crazy dreams that you remember in the morning if you've been drinking a lot because you're getting all that at the end of your sleep cycle. That must have been an amazing guest. Yeah, he was, he was great. But I want to have him back and talk about the night owl shit because like, yeah, we're all night owls here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what is, and risk takers, oh, otherwise guys, we'd the, all have jobs. Right. Uh, I can't even tell you just the amount of just girl sex I no, have. No, I'm not talking about that stuff. But like you do keep really weird hours. Like as do I. Yeah. If I didn't have a job, it'd be no. My weird. hours are psycho, man. Yeah. Like what makes someone? What, what makes that happen? Well, that's, we'll never know. Oh, sorry. What? No. <laughs> no, that's great though. I think I think best of the first guest who's ever actually sort of brought in medical device for show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the first time I've touched someone's bio- biomedical device. See. On this show. That's some actual science. I, th- I think we should we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, um, Beth, Beth yeah, what do you have coming up? And where can uh, our listeners find out about you? I gotta find a job. Okay. All right. What do you want to be doing in that job? Put it out there. Vision board. I want to work at the New Ralphs. <laughs> All, right. All right. I do. Well, this I've told you. You know, there's a plastic bag ban here in L.A. I do, and I have a big problem with paper bags. You can buy those, which is not tied into the shit ones, thing though. at all. <laughs> it's just I worked at the grocery the Kroger in Nashville and yeah and and people let me tell you something when you bring those bags in will you wash those fuckers once a year because I don't want your baby shit and your <laughs> snot and your boogers and your sperm and your fucking aids all over my hands when I'm trying to put your fucking ice cream and your pizza in your diabetes bag all right Jesus. I was, a, I was a bag boogers. I know, Ralph's going to call me tomorrow. No, boogers and snot. Wow. Yes. Hookers and pussy. <laughs> boogers and snot are two completely different things. No, I know. Like liquid water. I know. Boogers are solid <laughs> snot. Yeah. It's the ice versus liquid water. Yes. No, totally. Totally. Uh, where can our listeners find you, Beth? Your Twitter is hilarious. Uh, where you at? I, I can't get Twitter anymore. What are you talking about? I can't get it on my BlackBerry. Because really? I still have a BlackBerry, and the only Twitter program I'll use is Ubersoch, and it doesn't work because I had to downgrade. I got the new BlackBerry. What's the your good Twitter one. handle? It's B Donahue Weedman. All right, B D O N A H U E W E E D M A N, which is also my Facebook page, and I don't know any of the people that I'm friends with, so <laughs> fucking climb on board. Sure, sure, and uh, no, and and uh, we'll get you up on stage in a minute. Yeah, yeah about. I'll be right there. Let me just find some size 40 fucking pants. Why don't we all head out tonight and do some shows? After yes. Recording. No, you want yes. to? You want to go to jail? Yeah. Yeah. Let me. Yeah, let me... To do some show. Let's get on stage, guys. Let's I can't believe it. you guys are going out to do shows. That's Why so not? hilarious. We're night owls. I'm so going yeah. home to watch Columbo. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Columbo kicks ass. Columbo is swim. awesome. Yeah, find yeah, Adult yeah, Swim. Yes. Yeah, just, just one more thing, man. Oh, as uh, as always, our listeners can uh, tweet us at probably science. They can email us probably science at gmail dot com. You can go to our Squarespace powered website uh, probably science dot com and hit the donate button, or you can use the Amazon affiliates 
link if you want to buy anything off Amazon. You can uh, kick us back a little bit of money without costing you any extra. Mm-hmm. Click on that link there. Any questions, comments, clarifications, message us. Uh, buy your tickets to Bridgetown if you live anywhere near Portland. Yeah, we should be plugging yeah. that more. But, or if um, you even fancy traveling, it's a crazy good lineup. We're all going to be up there. Yeah. And we're going to be doing it live, weekend, probably science. A second weekend of May. It's a four-day event in Portland, and it has uh, Reggie Watts, Emo Phillips, which I, I still can't believe. Uh, Paul Provenza is coming up. We're doing set list, uh, The Green Room. Um... Dan Harmon is doing Harmontown, creator of Community. Tons of great comics. Uh, 200 comics in all. You just confirmed Emo Phillips? Emo Phillips is, is a go. That's happening. That's yeah. confirmed. He's going to do set list and prompter. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. That was the first ever comedy album I owned was E equals MO squared. And I great album. still know every word. It's yep. the fun. That guy's like maybe the best joke writer of all time. It's And he's going to be in Portland. Yeah. You he's going to be him. there for Bridgetown. So I'm very excited wow. about that. Uh, There's the H gap. First comedy album was Let's Get Small, Steve Martin. <laughs> That's that a good one, one to buy. That was one Come of my on. first ones. That's Come an excellent on. one to buy for you, Hess. I'll put that up against Emo Phillips any day. That's true. That's true. Come on. Battle of the comedy albums. Let's go. From the 80s. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I know. You guys were like, boy, we were getting off on a big laugh, and then you had to open your fucking pie hole. Thanks a lot. For a list of recommended comedy albums, go to probablyscience.com. No. Uh, but yeah, we go see your ass doctor. Sure. Go see your... <laughs> see your ass doctor, your sleep doctor, your... Your titty doctor. Uh, <laughs> just see him. See him, you guys. And see us again next week here on Probably Science. Yeah, <laughs> we never do that at the end. Yeah, that was why. Aww. Okay, that's how it is now. <laughs> see you next week.